hashtag backlog breakdown. I am your host, Jacob Valst, back for uh, another bite size on, you guess it, Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, but before we get into that, a little bit about why it's taking so long. Well, just because I'm kind of a procrastinator, I guess. That's probably the biggest reason. The second biggest reason is I had my entire week off last week. That was the week of my birthday, and I had that off, and I got sick, so my voice was shot. So that didn't happen. Um, the third and probably the most reasonable reason that I haven't done this in quite some that I haven't finished this yet, this, this whole thought process stuff, is because, well, I, I kind of already did it like four times. Um, I think this is going to be a lot better, though, because those were done, those those recordings were done way back in 19, it's almost 2022, I did not have a good audio setup for that, and my thoughts were kind of just scattered. Now, granted, my thoughts are probably still a little scattered, but I do have a few notes, um... Some of the things I say may sound a little scripted. That is because I wrote several notes down. Okay, so back in What Makes a Sonic Game, I said the objective through line for the Sonic games are they are always doing something different. No game has ever been the same. The subjective through line is how much fun can I have with this? Now, since then, I have pondered the idea that there are actually two or three categories to both the objectivity and the subjectivity. So in objectivity, we have the skill set or and the interactive set pieces. You could make a separate category for gimmicks, but... Tails is already kind of a gimmick thing. I mean, it's basically basically when Tails was first introduced, he was basically just another reskinned Sonic the Hedgehog, just painted orange and yellowish to look like a fox with two tails. However, be that as it may, he is he is fun. I do I do enjoy playing as him. Um, and then for the subjectivity. I have the true subjectivity, which is how much fun can I have with this, as I said back in the previous episode, and the false subjectivity, which is how is this better? And at the end of the previous episode, I said I'm going to bring all the arguments from the subjectivity back into the objectivity. Now, since I've worked my thoughts a little bit and come to the idea of two subjectivities, I do want to think that I can bring the false subjectivity into the true subjectivity and have a harmony of the objectivity and the subjectivity. Um, take a shot of milk for every, word, for every time I say the word subjectivity and objectivity, guys. <laughs> okay, so... I have here in my notes, there are two categories of subjectivity, which I just said. How much fun can I have with this? I said that. And the false, what does this 
do that I like more or less than this thing here that's been proving to be worse than what I dislike. For example, say medical science said oranges were objectively better than apples, but you hate oranges. You don't like the taste, but ever since that information came out, everyone around you eating the oranges instead of the apples has objectively better health. And that, my friends, is how you compare apples and oranges. So in order to bring those into harmony, we need to ask a few things. What are the subjective phrases we need to rework into objectivity or true subjectivity? In order to do that, we need to ask, what are the false subjective qualifiers? And these would be, are the graphics better? Is the animation better? Is the music better? Because the epicness of a game does not depend on music. It could play the Elder Scrolls Arena and or Daggerfall if you care at all. Uh, three, two, addressing preference. Preference. A greater liking for one alternative over another or others. A prior right or precedence, especially in connection with the payment of debts. Debts owed to the community should be accorded a preference. Um, the first... The second one is, the second definition is mostly law-based, as you can see. And the one, the first one is a greater, uh, sorry, is similar meanings, similar words with similar meanings listed here. And that would be liking, partiality, and predilection. Proclivity, fondness, taste, inclination, leaning, and this one's important, bias. So you can see why the phrase better needs to be reworked into a different statement. And we can do that quite easily with just a simple reworking. Instead of asking, are the graphics better? We ask, how have the graphics improved? How have the animations improved? And how has the music improved? How has the gameplay improved, which would be objectivity? How has the controls improved? Those are objectivity. So in order to answer those questions, we do need to go and actually look at these games. And again, I'm just going to reiterate what I said in the previous episode. For the through line, uh, I went through Sonic 1 all the way through to Sonic Lost World, I think. No, Sonic Forces. Um, I talked about the interactive set pieces, which I just mentioned earlier, and how those have their own categories, two to three categories, depending on where you want to put gimmicks. So, again, I think one of the coolest Sonic games for set pieces is Sonic Adventure 2. However, this is Sonic 3 and Knuckles versus Sonic Mania, so... We're going to go back to Sonic 3 and Knuckles real quick. And in the first ep first level, first zone, we see Supersonic, really. And we get to just watch this cutscene. And we don't do anything. It's not interactive. It's just us seeing it. After the cutscene plays, we get to play as Sonic. Uh, I think the first thing we do in this is exploration. 
we get if you do it properly, you can actually find the first special stage. But you also have like water that you can drown in. You have walls. You have there's not a lot of there's not too many interactive set pieces in the first zone. Okay, here we go. Zones. Angel Island Zone, Hydro City Zone, or Hydro City Zone, however you want to pronounce it. We've, I'm not sure if anybody except the developers know how to pronounce it, <laughs> properly pronounce it. <laughs> Hydro City Zone is um, just basically just water. It's not one of the most... Out of the basic trilogy, it's probably the most least offensive one. Yeah, most least offensive. Yeah. I'll take it. Word's typically hard, but that's fine. That's fine. That's not a double negative, is it? I don't know. This works. Uh, Marble Garden Zone. So this one's interesting. This is probably where the real first set pieces really come into play. Um, the level is constantly being reshaped as you go along. Like, all... It's basically an ancient ruins just falling apart as you run full tilt through it. It's pretty cool. Um, Carnival Night Zone. Probably everything that bounces you. It is kind of an... Um, sort of like the springs you can interact with in the 3D games, but more evil. <laughs> then you have the things that go up and down... That was a great meme. <laughs> um, ice cap zone. Um, this one's fun too because in the very first one, you get to see very first ice cap, very very first act of ice cap zone. You get to see Sonic snowboard. Um, launch base zone, rockets, and such. Mushroom hill zone, bouncing mushrooms. That's another really good interactive set piece. Flying Battery Zone, well, you're in the air. I think the biggest one in Flying Battery Zone is those, like, cylindrical tubes where you're just spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning. Um, Sandopolis Zone. This one's actually got the most annoying, most annoying interactive set piece, is those ghosts and the light-darkness mechanic. Uh, as long as you can get through it quickly, it's fine. But if you don't know where you're going, it's definitely very annoying. Uh, Lava Reef Zone. It's some kind of similar to Marble Garden Zone, but with lava. Especially the second one. Um, Hidden Palace Zone is basically like this interactive cutscene, really. It's pretty cool. Uh, Sky Sanctuary Zone, sort of again like Marble Garden Zone, but without everything falling around you. Uh, but there's not really the biggest interactive set piece thing with that is those um, teleportation devices. That is a set piece. Death Egg Zone. This one's awesome because it is gravity switching, and those um, uh, those rings, those ring things. Think of them like the holodeck things, but for hedgehogs and kind of crazy instead of direct and straight down straight up and then you have the doomsday zone now the 
page I'm looking at says Sonic's story only, but I think there might be a way to put Knuckles in there by uh, using a level select cheat code. Um, don't quote me. Um, the biggest interactive set piece is, well, not the biggest, but my favorite interactive set piece or gimmicky thing here is the Super Emeralds and Hypersonic. So, you collect the, in the first half of the game, you collect seven emeralds, and then at the end of the first half of the game, you get them taken away, and then you have to collect them again. So, after launch base zone, you get the Mushroom Hill zone, and the Mushroom Hill zone, you collect seven more emeralds. After that, you can play as Hypersonic. So, you've collected 14 emeralds, not just seven. And it's awesome. Um, just hope you're not epileptic, because that is his power. Hypersonic's power is literally a huge flash. And you have Super Tails and Hyper Knuckles. Another gimmicky thing, you can play as Knuckles in the version, the lock-on version. So that's cool. And of course you can always play as Tails. And here are the bonus things we can do in Sonic 3 Knuckles. These are listed as cheats, but they're just kind of there. Um, sound test, act, select an Angel Island zone, grab hold on a swinging rope, and press the following order, yada 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 yada. Uh, debug mode, after accessing the sound test, play through either active Mushroom Hill zone, and grab a hold of one of the manual elevators, and press the following order. So we get debug mode and level select. And this has been re-released multiple times. Multiple times. It's been re-released in Sonic & Knuckles Collection in 97, Sonic Jam in 97, the Sonic & Garfield Pack in 99, the Sonic Action Pack for PC, the Sonic Action 4 Pack for PC, the Twin Pack, Sonic CD and Sonic & Knuckles Collection in 2002, Sonic Mega Collection in 2002, which is um, GameCube. Not sure if the PS2 got the plus or the regular version. Sonic PC Mega Pack in 2003. Sonic Mega Collection Plus in 2004. Which is Xbox. Again, not sure if it, that one came to be into uh, PS2. Sonic Mega Collection Plus and Super Monkey Ball Deluxe, which is Xbox. Original Xbox for 2005. The Xbox Live Arcade in 2009. Play Sega in 2009. I have no idea what that is. Um, Sonic PC Collection in 2009, which is obviously for PC. Sonic Classic Collection, which is DS. I did not know that was on there. That's which is great. The Virtual Console version. But yeah, you can you can see how popular this version of this these two games are. So improving on this is going to be very minor, which is why finding figuring out which game is objectively superior to the other is very difficult and can be very contentious. So, onwards to Mania. Don't worry, guys. We're almost there. Now, keep in mind, I did play Sonic Mania and Sonic 3 Knuckles both to completion, and I enjoyed pretty much everything. Now, keep in mind, I am Sonic 3 and Knuckles is basically DLC before DLC, and 
Sonic Mania, of course, I am also just calling Sonic Mania and Sonic Mania Plus, just, I'm just calling all of that Sonic Mania, but I am reviewing, well, I'm not reviewing, but I am comparing um, Sonic 3 and Knuckles, like the Sonic 3 with the DLC, and Sonic Mania with the DLC. That is what I am doing. Because without the Plus, I think Sonic 3 and Knuckles would definitely have an edge. Don't get me wrong, Sonic Mania without the DLC is still a fantastic game, and you should play it. But there is one instance in particular, um, and it is the Mirage Saloon level. Mirage Saloon Act 1, where it takes inspiration from the Sky Chase Zone in Sonic which has some funky uh, tails biplane mechanic. Uh, I, I died a few times. I think I may have game over three times because of that one in both Sonic 2 and Mania. Not Mania Plus. Mania Plus just puts you on the ground at night, which I enjoy. And that's not that I didn't enjoy being in the air, it's that I just didn't enjoy a finicky mechanic. Which was improved objectively with the plus DLC. So, yeah. And you can see that the improvement... And again, going back to Sonic 3 and Knuckles, you can see the addition of Doomsday Zone with 14 Chaos Emeralds and Hypersonic as an improvement. Um, so Sonic Mania, Green Hill, Chemical Plant, Studiopolis, Flying Battery, Press Garden, Stardust Speedway, Hydro City, uh, Hydro City, Hydro City or Hydro City, Mirage Saloon, Oil Ocean, Lava Reef, Metallic Madness, Titanic Monarch, and Egg Reverie. There are a total of 13 zones that players can partake in, and each zone includes a total of two acts, instead of Sonic 2 having a single act zone like Sky Chase or a three act zone like um, Metallic Garden? Was it Metallic Garden? Whatever had the screws you would spin in Sonic 2. That one was annoying. That was the one before Sky Chase. Now some of these zones, now some of these zones are remixes, but they're awesome. Okay, so my biggest problem with Sonic CD was its vertical level layout. It, it's more of a Mario game than a Sonic game. Sonic is based on speed. Of course, you have to work to get the speed, but Sonic CD makes you work too much compared to Sonic 1 and Sonic 2. Although, admittedly, Sonic 1 wasn't the most fantastic Sonic game. But I think it has better mechanics than Sonic CD, even within the first level. So, uh, Stardust Speedway and Mania is fantastic. Uh, Green Hill Zone, so again, they improved Stardust Speedway, a remaster and remix of Green Hill Zone from Sonic the Hedgehog. Of course, okay, so Green Hill has been done to death in this series. Hands down. Absolutely. No questions asked. However, it hasn't been done very creatively every time. 
originally back in like SA2, SA2B, I'm not sure. I think it was Sonic Adventure 2 Battle only? Pretty sure. Yep. I'm going to say it was Sonic Adventure 2 Battle only. That if you completed everything, you would get a 3D version of the Green Hill Zone. And you'd be able to play that. And it was one of the first times that was actually done in 3D. But post-Dreamcast era, like past Sonic Unleashed, once you get past Sonic Colors, Green Hill just kind of comes back in every game. Now, in 2D and Sonic Mania, they just throw in the Death Egg robot from Sonic 2 for no reason whatsoever, and it's awesome. Like that is the kind of creativity that improves boring repetition, such as including Green Hill for just for the sake of including Green Hill. Um, chemical Plant Zone. Sonic Mania's Chemical Plant Zone is improved with this unique jelly spring mechanic thing in Act 2. Especially the music on both acts, though. Music is fantastic. Um, Flying Battery Zone is definitely better than the original from Sonic 3 and Knuckles. It is improved. Um, When I first played it, I did have some trouble with the boss. Um, that being said, I think plus does help a little bit. Lava Reef Zone. So there's one point in Lava Reef where if you're not careful, you're just going to get insta-crushed. That happens again in Titanic Monarch Zone. But again, those problems pretty much just all go away in the plus DLC, which is what I'm comparing here with Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Um, Oil Ocean Zone. I actually quite enjoyed this one, even though I'm not sure how obscuring the screen makes for an improvement, but they did it. Because the layout in the original Sonic 2 was kind of confusing for me personally and I kept going backwards instead of forwards Um, especially the last time I played Sonic 2 that was really annoying Um, that was mostly done away with in Mania so great job Metallic Menace Zone Uh, again anything Mania does that touches Sonic CD is vastly improved from the original game Sonic CD is probably my least favorite from the 2D Sonics Except maybe Sonic 2 for the Game Gear. That one's terrible. Um, Well, it's not terrible. It's just very difficult. But yeah, you can kind of see how the gameplay design has improved from the original 3 and Knuckles. Just even by the remixed zones. Now, speaking of controls, how has... The game control improved from Three and Knuckles to Mania. Um, so Mania improves on the control kind of differently. In Mania, we get to choose 
how to improve the control. So you can take your preferences and just go with it. Personally, I definitely highly recommend the drop dash is basically a spin dash whenever you want to do it without having to curl up into a ball and tap the button repeatedly, which you can also still do. Like you can unlock the option to do that. Like if you really want to and play it like Sonic the Hedgehog 2 instead of Mania, which I mean, that's incredible. If you want to try playing it like Sonic CD and use the super peel out, you can you can unlock the option to do that. So that's already improving the unlockables and the debug, she code stuff, that kind of stuff. I call that the extras. But you can you can do that. And speaking of extras, this game is loaded. So back in Sonic 3 and Knuckles, you have the debug mode and the level select and the 14 Chaos Emeralds, the Sonic only, Sonic and Tails, Tails only, and Knuckles only. And Tails and Sonic both go up to the Death Egg robot. Sonic kind of depending on if you get the Chaos Emeralds or not, Sonic will only go up to that point, but if you get all the 14 Chaos Emeralds, you go into Doomsday Zone, even as Sonic alone or Sonic and Tails alone. Sonic and Tails. Um, Tails only goes up to the Death Egg Robot. Knuckles only goes up to Sky Sanctuary Zone and gets his own battle against a Mecha or Metal Sonic. There's a specific term for it. I'm not sure if it was Metal or Mecha. But he... This Metal Sonic, this particular one, is using energy from the Master Emerald to fight Knuckles, and it's very, very entertaining. It's a great fight. It's actually kind of difficult, too. So in Sonic Mania, you have, and again, I'm including the DLC content, because I'm technically including the DLC content in Sonic 3, which is, again, Sonic 3 and Knuckles. And Knuckles and Knuckles and Knuckles and Knuckles. Um you get to unlock level select you get to unlock debug mode super peel out you get to unlock the sonic and three and knuckles insta shield move that is the bristly spiky thing that you can do by bouncing i mean not bouncing but jumping in the air and then pressing the jump button again it it just kind of makes his I think of it as making Sonic's bristles go a little poof yeah um, you can unlock this is great a knuckles mode <laughs> so yeah you can play as Sonic Sonic and Tails Tails and Knuckles and with once you put in the DLC, you can play as Ray and Mighty. However, you can also do the Encore mode, which allows you to basically switch between whomever, whenever you see a, a switch box, a box that allows you to switch. You can unlock all emeralds. 
You can get Drop Dash, Super Pilot, Instant Shield. Oh yeah, you can also do the special Emerald stages. So Sonic Mania's Chaos Emerald special stages is basically an improved version of Sonic CD. And if you're playing the DLC, plus DLC, which again I'm using, it's quite trickier compared to the original Sonic Mania base game. It's very fun. And then you have the Blue Spheres minigame, which you get to use tokens to unlock all the extra stuff I just mentioned. Fantastic. The Blue Spheres game, hands down, probably the best stuff. And you can unlock that to play as a separate minigame in the entire thing. You can also unlock um, Dr. Robotnik's, Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, also known as Boyo Boyo, in... Uh, because it's its own franchise. It's just been remodeled as Dr. Robot Next Main Bean Machine. <laughs> that is the boss for um, the chemical plant zone in Mania. So it's awesome. You also have the time attack and competition modes, which come back from Sonic 3. And then you also have the final special boss, which was Egg Referee mentioned earlier. So, based on all those things that have improved, and with the improvements of modern technology, we have more, we've improved music, we have improved animations, we have improved visuals, we have improved controls. So, just these things, just these rephrasing of subjective questions into true subjective or objective questions we get a marriage of harmony between objectivity and subjectivity so i think that is it for this episode i'm running a little past what i wanted to go however i think i got all of what i want to say i think i don't have to do this again so next time i think is going to be Sonic the Hedgehog for Minecraft and I think I already did the episode for that I'm just going to have to double check it but look forward to it if you haven't played that for some reason go play that that is an awesome little DLC on Xbox One modern, Minecraft, modern console Minecraft like you would need to play that if you enjoy Sonic the Hedgehog games but yeah I will do a little bite-sized review on that later. I uh, hope you enjoyed this more philosophical-oriented approach to comparing these two games. And I hope I didn't hurt your head too much with all my babbling. Peace. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Backlog Breakdown. If you want to join in the conversation, you can email us at thebacklogbreakdown at gmail.com or join our Facebook group, The Backlog Book Club, on Facebook. And on Twitter, our handle is at 
be downcast. Of course, you can also catch Nate and I on our social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, and the GG app. I go by Broccolope, that's spelled B-R-O-C-C-O-L-O-P-E, and Nate goes by Nate underscore McKeever. Till next time, loggers, you keep beating down those backlogs, and we'll keep breaking down the benefits. I am to understand that you have summoned me. I, I did, the boy said excitedly. I can't believe it worked. It has worked, and I have come. Will you invite me in? The smile on Fortosio's lips was wide then, and if Wasson had been paying attention, he might have noticed the unusual length of Fortosio's eye teeth. But Wasson was too excited to notice. I would like to invite you on an adventure through my perilous realms. On Paul Lytle's Perilous Realms, I am serializing my audiobooks with an episode every week. We will go one book at a time through fantastic worlds and dangerous quests, all from the relative safety of your podcast app. To take up one of these journeys, check out Paul Lytle's Perilous Realms on your podcast app. That's Paul Lytle, L-Y-T-L-E, or search for Perilous Realms.